business. Oh. Oh my god. I live in a dorm. I live in BBB. Not too much on BBB. That's where I lived my freshman year. Hmm. Hmm. They call it the projects of hmm. our school, but y'all don't know. Like, no. Hmm. Hmm. <clears throat> All right, bet. Welcome to the Greater in Me podcast. You know what I thought you were about to sing? Welcome. Let me stop. To the Greater in Me podcast. Um, yeah, Josh is, I've now come to terms that Josh is going to sing at the beginning of any episode. Hey, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. You just gotta be lit because I haven't seen one comment that say they don't like it. I'm lit. Like welcome, 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 mm-hmm. welcome to the greater in me podcast. Welcome, welcome okay. to the greater in me podcast. Welcome, welcome to the greater in me podcast. I had a mic out drop it. Like welcome to the greater in me podcast. You do have like, a mic. I'm like a handheld. Like. You stay trying to play me, like. <laughs> Sorry. Um, we lit though. We live, live at five. Actually, like live at mm-hmm. five. It's your favorite news channel uh, on culture. Like we're talking about culture. We're talking about life. We're talking about making decisions. Hello. Is today's ep- we can make today's episode on culture? On culture. We actually have no idea what. <laughs> um, I have a question to open us up though today. Okay, perfect. Okay, wait. I'm Tara, and that's Josh. And I'm Joshua. Cool. Um, Ooh, fun. (laughs) 15 years from now, how do you think our relationship will change? Ooh, okay. 15 years from now, by God's grace and mercy. We will be married. <laughs> and like, we'll at least have our people. Um, no, fingers, toes, married. everything crossed. Yeah. Lord. Um, but I assume that, well, we have a plan. Us and our friend groups, we all need to live in close proximity. Because once the babies start popping out, like, we need a community. We're going to be that village gotta be. who raises our be. children together. Yeah. So, 15 years from now, I see us living pretty close um, with our people, with our community. You know what's thriving. crazy about that? Is that none of us want to live in the same places at all. <laughs> Actually, I disagree. Because my whole friend group, for some reason, is torn between North Carolina and D.C. right now. We all also say, like, wherever you go, I'll go. So I just feel like we'll get it together eventually. <laughs> is that sustainable? Because <laughs> you're talking about some you want to be married. You're going to tell your husband where you want to live? like. Well, it'll work out. Like, I just know it will. Mm-hmm. I also feel mm-hmm. like we're all going to be in different places in 15 years. So, like, I think there's going to be some compromise, some give and take. And who knows? Like, maybe we won't all live in the same state. But I think that, like, we'll be close. And we'll have we'll be living the life where we can afford to just, like, you know. Me and my friends, shout out to Jalen and Yasmin. We said the same thing about raising our kids together because they got to know that they can't even date each other. Like, this is not an option. <laughs> this is We're raising them like their brother you and sister. You did say this before, but I disagree, bro. Like, what? Mm-hmm. If they I got don't... a son, you got a daughter? Hello? Like, why no. not? No, unless we're not. If we're living close, there's no way because they're going to be raised like brother and sister. If we're I guess apart, so, but you never heard maybe. that like storyline of like we were family oh, friends. That's the thing, and that's the thing. If that happens, keep us out of it. I don't even want to know. Yes. Don't. I mean, you can let me know, but like, don't ask me for advice because nah. Because what you said this, yeah. What happens is that it lets some stuff go down. Yeah. Now I gotta protect my son. You gotta protect your daughter. <laughs> like, and what we're not supposed to talk anymore. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's not going to happen. Me and me, we're going to be good regardless. So whatever they decide to do on their foolish behavior and their young internness, uh, 
I'm gonna lead them to leave it over there. Like, yeah, can't be doing all of that. Mm. I'll write another one, another fun one. Mm, I got two. Can I ask two? I can do whatever I want. It's my show. <laughs> what would you warn your part? What would you warn my partner about me? Well, <laughs> um, you start with me because I gotta think right. on you. Right. Um, yeah. And I try you. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna warn your partner. Ooh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm gonna let him know that. Um, I'm gonna let him know that you just need to be. He needs to be present, and not present in a sense like obviously he's gonna be present like in your relationship, mm-hmm. but he needs he needs to be like alert how do, how do i say it he needs to have a say basically like he needs to make his say be known because mm-hmm. i think what it is is that sometimes people try to like you know stay in their place and stay in like oh like i'm gonna let you do you not nah, you very much want the uh i just lost my train of thought like about the word you want that um confirmation you communication know <laughs> no, validation is the word I'm looking for. You want okay, validation yeah. from him. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I might also warn him, too, that you might just tip off the rocks every now and then. <laughs> okay. But, yeah. Um. What would I warn your partner about? I don't know. No, because don't even do that. It's not that you're, like, a perfect being. But it's just, like, maybe it's just because, like, I know how our relationship flows. I'm assuming it's going to be the same way with your partner, if not better or stronger, in that, like, you're pretty good at communicating. I never really have to second guess anything. Like, we've talked about this, though, but we kind of, like, we know each other's intention and we know that we, like, are rooting fully for the other person. So it's, like, even if you do say something that's, like, criticizing or whatever like i just i know where it's coming from so i don't really what's know. the warning no i know that's what i'm saying i don't know <laughs> okay perfect. wait but y'all i want to actually that? think of one because you're not perfect that? no 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 y'all hear that y'all hear that future <laughs> bay of you out there girl i love you no 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 okay here's the thing about josh here's the thing <laughs> <laughs> nasty guys on the side i feel like he Mhm. I don't know guys I'm gonna think about it throughout the episode and maybe I'll be able to say at the end no like I actually don't know I was trying to like act like I had something to say I like don't know so future bae if you're hearing me you hear me Um, if I haven't already hit you up okay here's the thing about Josh he thinks he's a pimp Pimp Master J, Pimp Master J on the track, Pimp Master J on the track. Okay. You feel me? Like, okay. what? Like, yeah. <clears throat> now nah, I don't think I'm a pimp for real because they're going to take that the wrong way and think I'm a hoe. Relax. No, 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 uh, no. I can't fault your confidence though because it's not like I wouldn't, whatever. I'm not going to keep. I have thoughts. I have thoughts though. She just can't. Definitely do. Because she be it's trying to, she be throwing me under the bus every other day, but I don't know why she can't think of it today. Wait, yeah, I don't know. Okay, um, what was the experience that connected us the most? Hmm. I'm already knowing. I think it's this pod. No, really. Yeah, I feel I like. Agree, but I really feel like. I okay, really... wait, no. I would say that, like, this pod definitely has helped, like, build the connection even stronger. Or, like, we're literally in this together. Like, it's just the two of us and God at this point, you know? Right. Um, But maybe just, like, our talks at school, like, just, like, actually getting to, like, hang out and bond. I don't know. Yeah, I agree. But one specific However, moment? I have one, I think. Really? Okay, let's hear it. I honestly think it was when we first met. Like, wholeheartedly. Yeah. I mean, yeah, because I think, that set the I tone for the rest. 
Yes, but I think you so badly wanted me to just be a like. Ugh. Yeah, <laughs> you just wanted me to be a nigga. Like you wanted me to be like. <laughs> you wanted me to be crazy. You that, wanted me that, to be that. toxic. You wanted me to be like just wrong. You wanted me to be bad. Like yeah. you wanted me. Like, we like, can actually talk about that a little bit, though. I think. A- I've said this, I don't know if I've actually said this to you, which also saying this on the pod is like very vulnerable moment, whatever. But I feel like our relationship, like me and your relationship has helped heal a lot of like trauma when it comes to black men. And that's crazy. And that may be a lot of pressure on you. Oh my But God. yeah, I think that like the approach that I took a lot of times getting into like friendships with friendships relationships whatever like with guys and especially black men um yeah i kind of just always come with a very large wall up and i feel like i come on the defense and like i come with my own perceptions i guess i can speak past tense now because it's definitely changed since like i feel like i met you um and it's weird because a friend or i guess yeah a friend or an old friend had called me out on it. Um, And that's kind of how me and him connected because I was just like off the bat, like mean to him, like not mean to him, but like I would just give him such a hard time. And I guess he got sick of it one day and he's like, it's crazy how you feel the need to like always come for me or like, I don't know. He like just sensed the energy that I was throwing his way and he called me out on it. So like I had to check myself and then I started being nice to him and then like, we became friends after that, but yeah, that's actually crazy that you noticed that you've never said that before. <laughs> that's crazy. But you know, I feel like a lot of black women. I love do that. It. I love that. I love that. Now that is true because I feel like. Oh my words. Um, I feel like yeah, sometimes. And this is a thing on both sides. And we could get into it. Because I feel mm-hmm. like sometimes, a lot of the time, not a lot of the times, those expectations that now, um, I can only speak from my perspective. So obviously, and put yours, and like, we'll talk about it. Yeah. But yes, I do think sometimes, like the expectations that come from women, and I'll speak to like Black women, they're very much valid and like should be intact and in order. But there's also not much on that on their side that they're doing that they're doing to like per, I'm talking about like from the inside like personally not like mm-hmm. tangible things or like giving something. There's not much else. Not all people, obviously, just people are not willing to actually do the work. We always talk about that or like mm-hmm. to actually put in effort. Like we say that we want this, that, and the third. Like so, for instance, I want, um, I want this, that, and the third in my girl. But it would be crazy of me not to bring something else to the table that matches our or complements that or in where I'm lacking, she's bettering me. And I know that I lack there. So I want that in my woman um, or whatever that looks like. So, yeah. Can you give an example? Because I think that confused me a little bit. I wanted to. um, Y'all could give us a hard time. It's just what I'm trying to say. But I understandably like so like I obviously get it all we've been through all these generations all this stuff we see obviously um but for me it would be crazy for me to want um not at this stage but for me to want my girl to be like have a a mature mindset and like financially or like finances um and just like with dealing with stuff like priorities and like what needs to be like at the top of this list second and third and fourth and so on um, and then for me not to even have a care in the world how I spend my money or to not be like managing the way where my funds are going and how I'm even thinking about this relationship and maybe in the future this household, you know what I'm saying? So that would yeah. be crazy of me to have that expectancy, though I still want to rule the, in that form of the household, like though I still want to rule the household in that form um, and kind of do want to like spearhead with the finances so she doesn't have to worry about it. It would just be crazy of me um, when dating not to not to kind of have it together then, you know what I'm saying? Or, I don't know, I'm trying to think of something else, but I don't know. But do you kind of get what I'm saying? A little bit. 
Um, however, I'm going to kind of backtrack just because you got to, I guess, say your little piece and I'm just going to step in and just, I guess, speak a little bit more. Someone loves to argue. (laughs) I'm going to warn your man about that too. (laughs) You want to argue. So walk away. Walk away. I don't think that I love to argue. I just like to really dig deep on, like, like I like to pick things apart, you know? Right, right, right. Um... But no, I would just say that I think speaking, I can't speak on behalf of all Black women, but speaking to my experience, and I feel like maybe what my friends have expressed that they've experienced in the past or whatever, it just seems, I don't know, I just feel like actions, a lot of time that y'all may be receiving as Black men um, from us, it just comes from a place of like, obviously you you don't perpetuated it so it's just a reaction right but it's also just like we don't come out the womb having a jaded perception towards black men like we have our eyes peeled we're very observant as we grow up throughout different experiences whether it's from our fathers or from our brothers or from men in our lives or just people in society and culture in general And then also just, like, the things that we're taught as Black women from our mothers or whatever, you know, like, just how we're supposed to carry ourselves or, like, what to expect. It's almost, like, somewhere along the line, like, that guard is put up. And, again, I can't speak for all Black women, but I know for me, like, somewhere along the line, the guard got put up, but I didn't even recognize it was up. And it Mm. did take somebody genuinely calling me out on it. And also me being in a place where I was ready to receive that, because I think if someone had called me out on it maybe earlier on, I probably would have like gone off or reacted in a way that was like not even like ready to receive it. But just the space that I was in, like I was trying to work on myself. And I think that like I was able to receive the message like in a way that didn't take immediate offense because I was like, wait, you might have a valid point because I have gone through things in life and like that wall was probably was definitely put up because of like like to protect myself in a sense or because honestly majority of the black men that I was around did perpetuate the same actions like consistently so it was like oh I don't even gotta know you for real I just already know how you're coming um but I'm like I said again I'm so glad that you really helped to prove that wrong but I also think that that is why when you acted the way you acted that day, I was like, wow. Y'all, I just like, also I... want to give like a visual representation. But also too, I want to talk about that first. One thing you could warn her about is that even though I agree with the side that we may be talking about, I'm always going to offer devil's advocate. So that could come off as toxic. But so you might want to warn her about that. But to your point, yeah, is it fair to hold somebody to that or just any and everybody obviously we're not talking about the but we're not talking about the unconscious things because those we can't help until like we're getting checked or we want working ourselves but the conscious decisions that we make to like hold people to um some standards a person we've never met a person who we don't know is all obviously all the basic things should be in intact and in order Mm -hmm. um but is it fair to like hold somebody to a certain degree um that they may not even be aware of or that they may also be acting a certain way because of their their life experience too yeah um I think even that's... as black men like a lot of us not a lot of us but black men have also grown up without fathers i'm one of them mm-hmm. or we've also grown up without the right father figure some people have fathers mm-hmm. or have male figures in their lives but they've are they've learned from the people who've also been doing the wrong stuff but it's just a cycle just i first of all i think to me all roads lead back to slavery they did a big work on us but getting past that is that i don't know that's just my devil's advocate i think i definitely hear you and i'm we're not even arguing at this point because we definitely are able to see both sides of it i just think that there is like i again can't blame a person for acting the way they act when they grow up as a product of their society like I think that there is wisdom in wanting to guard your heart and wanting to protect yourself as a woman from being hurt because it's like and it sucks too obviously but I think that's why it's so important 
to constantly, you know, check yourselves as individuals, like women, man, whatever, like check yourself, like know where your heart is at, know your intentions, but also being self-aware allows you to like see through other people and their actions as well. Um, and communicate that and know how to communicate that, but also hold grace and space for other people to like recognize maybe where they're falling short. Because I think that even again, going back to that example with my guy friend, it was like, he was able to somehow see something in me that I wasn't able to see or recognize fully, but he was also able to communicate that in a way that grabbed my attention and like actually made me check myself. Um, but I don't blame myself for having those walls up because I think that those walls up were put up as a way to protect myself from being hurt. But I just had to learn that, like you said, like not every person is the same and it's not fair to, you know, automatically like write someone up off or assume they're going to act a certain way just because that's how you've experienced things in the past. Cause I've always said like, I'm a firm believer in, you know, when you're you're making a friend right you meet somebody and let's say that the person you're meeting you're one of your friends that you already connected to has had a negative experience with that person and they want to be in your ear talking about why you can't trust them why you shouldn't be friends with them whatever but it's like i don't think i've always been a firm believer and i don't think that it's fair to not give somebody a chance right just because you had whatever experience you had with them and that doesn't mean that my loyalties don't lie with you it's just that why are you telling me who I can't can and can't be friends with or can and can't connect with or whatever just because you had because people grow you know people change Mm -hmm. you know like also everyone comes with different energies different personalities maybe that person wasn't for you but that doesn't mean they're not for me and it's like I feel like that Mm -hmm. same principle can carry on to just like people in general it's like I'm not let me like take a step back and not write you off just because somebody in my past cheated me a certain way and I can't see past that with you. You know what I mean? Yes. And sometimes people just, sometimes that person, like being that new person in their life or after somebody else has told you not to mess with that person, you might be that person's breath of fresh air. Like that person, like maybe they needed to meet someone new. Like, yeah. You don't know where they it, where they are in their life in their season. Everyone is always going through something. Like yeah. we live in a world like we're everyone's always going through something. So they may have, and it's not to say that that when people tell us that those things that like you know they m- didn't have a bad experience. It doesn't mean that, or maybe they mm-hmm. did do something wrong, but it doesn't mean mean that they also don't deserve a second chance, like mm-hmm. to get it right with people. Like I don't know. I, I've always agreed with that too. Yeah. What I was gonna say was is that back to us when we first met y'all if i could like put it on a movie i don't even think you know this you were so you were also so wrapped up in the fact that like you were trying to make sure the event was still happening going on like going to the right place last minute change but you were genuinely so shocked when i stopped to help like i don't know what you thought <laughs> like was i just supposed to walk away and be like oh, okay like meet you at shine oh like, like that's like yeah like that's what i just didn't i thought genuinely like i thought you were gonna pull up see that 119 was closed number one <laughs> but also see that it was just the two of us there and be like okay and it was like I, like the day that i the way that i see it like also maybe even just a little bit of me projecting right like we're college students it's rainy it was a slightly i think it was cold too right like it was rainy it was cold or maybe it wasn't cold it was rainy it was rainy it was rainy no one else was there you already kind of inconvenienced because you came early because you had another prior commitment the building is closed like in my mind it's like (laughs) i'd be like hope hope y'all like hope it works out have a nice day i'm going back home (laughs) (laughs) i don't remember what i had which that wouldn't have been a bad decision but no no one was there to help you yeah Um, until zz and dj pulled up but no like we was i was just like oh okay um now 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 well no i'm not gonna say that but that is i mean you 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 like help set up like food like you like yeah. I feel like you went above and beyond. I feel like I don't know. Above, You're right. It wasn't too much though. Maybe it wasn't. Do you Maybe think that you also do you think my that expectations we also were just take, super low. 
Yeah. Right. But that's because what I'm that, saying. Like, I don't know what to I... expect from. Uh, okay, but you can't. Don't act like you don't know. Like, Q's heads. Like, come on. Like, no, let's that's be, what I'm like, saying. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying that I, I, I'm starting to actually feel bad. Like, I'm like, dang, is that really what people do? To me, that didn't take nothing at all. You had everything yeah. in your car. Like, all we had to do was go go to shine and just set up over here. It's not like everything was already set up and stuff like that. Even if it was, I would have helped because again, it was you and Zakora. Like, uh, yeah, nobody was there yet. So I'm like, yeah, Zakora was talking about some. I think other people on Ebor was like about to be late or something. They had other stuff that's coming later. Yeah, so I'm like, yeah, why not? It was raining again. Um, simple, like. And then that girl then, was standing outside that sorority house talking about, you need to move your car right now. She, like, put a cone in front of my car. Right. I was like, what she is going she was on? Just to call, she was just about to call the, the entire I'm girl. like, call who? I was parked for five seconds. <laughs> yeah, that was actually sick. But no, that actually kind of... Um, it hurts for two reasons. Because I'm like, dang, that's really how people are. But also, like, two, like... I think other guys like that like my guy friends are the same way like i like i think they would have done the same thing um, i think it just sucks because those are the type of guys who are just like me like we're gonna stay behind the scenes like we're gonna do us or we don't we don't mix in with everybody else who you know what i'm saying like who acts like that so yeah. we kind of just keep to ourselves or we got a girl so we don't need to be out and about or um you know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's kind of like a if you come around me, you come around me. Yeah. Um, I think part of it, too, now that I'm actually thinking about it, um, could be the fact that because of the way I was raised again, I've learned to be so independent. And it's mm -hmm. like I kind of set myself up in a way where I don't or I don't know. It's it's a mix of things for sure, because I definitely Again, when it comes to guys, I think my expectations are super low. And when it comes to girls, I assume that they're always going to treat me how I would treat everybody else. So it's like with my girl friendships, maybe sometimes I'm a little disappointed because people don't show up how I expect them to because I expect them to, you know, show up how I show up. But then with guys, it's like I'm surprised because I don't expect you to really give much. And then it's like I'm taught to be like as a woman independent and not need that help but also in general I feel like I'm just an independent person overall so like in my mind it's like he's not even on this e-board like it is not his responsibility to help at all so why would he and like also it's my expectation on myself to get everything set up together by myself like or like with my other e-board members who just happen to be running late you know what I mean so it's like I don't know but I'm glad that they happened. You didn't have to be I'm, there. Yeah. You know, I wish I could have took a video of her. Like, because I think I like, was when we so got frazzled. To, we got to the door. Well, we were already there. You pulled up, right? And we were like, yeah, it's because like you came. We were like, yeah, it's closed. Like no one's here. You were like looking inside. And I was like, and I think what happened? Something else happened. And then we were like, well, let's just go to Shine. However, we decided we were going to do it in Shine, right? We get to Shine. And I'm like, yeah, like, all right with you, like, let's, whatever. Because I think you had already started bringing the stuff. And you was like, we was like, nah, like, let's go. Yeah. Or something. Something like DJ, that happened. DJ was at the door because, huh? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, because we, I had picked up Chick-fil-A. So I had the Chick-fil-A catering bag and he, like, was holding the case of water or something. And then you, like, had walked right up, like, right after we got there. And it was closed. And then I was like. I don't know what to do. But then I FaceTimed Zakora because she was walking towards 119. Oh, yeah, with her friend. With oh, her I resident. We were already yeah. there before you. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. So with then your we. Face, you were like. Yeah. Because <laughs> so I was also like, there's no way this is happening. Because again, the, the whole, whole day had been happening. chaotic. Yeah. And then I was like, there's no way someone is. Because we were there like 30 minutes before the event was supposed to start. So I'm like, there's yeah. no way someone is this early. Um, <laughs> I mean, because well, in my mind, lie. 119 is supposed to be open. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, I was yeah. just going to go in there and chill. Yeah. Because I, I, I forgot what I had, but I had no intention on staying that long because I was like, I just wanted to come, like, vibe out. Catch it if I can. If not, I'm out. Um, But I stayed for a good minute anyway, so it couldn't have been that fast. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, even the whole time we I'm setting up, she like Yeah, like even when we got into Shine, you you could have sat, but you were like, What do you need help with? You were pulling out the water. I was like, <laughs> in my mind I was like, Wow, like <laughs> I don't know, I just kept like thinking like he is so nice. Like, wow. What a great person. Wow. <laughs> we gotta do better. And this is not to like sound like I'm better than anybody, but we gotta do better. But I think that is the thing, like like me and my guy, shout out to my boys, Eddie, uh, Olivier, Chris D. Yeah, would have showed up. Like, would have, would have yeah. got stuff done. Um, but that's so strange. So what? What could we do better to support Black women? That's so heavy, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's tap in. We got the time. Like, what could we that do better? That is so heavy. I don't, again, I don't know if I should or can speak for all Black women. I feel like for me personally, like... Like, what could yeah. we do better to show yeah. up and show our love? Not even on a romantic side. Like, what yeah, could friends. we... Yeah, just yeah, as people. Like, yeah. As people. But especially, I, I think there's power. Like, we as Black people need to stick together. We need to learn how to do so. Because it's okay if you don't know. Yeah, I think a big thing definitely is empathy. Just in, like, empathy and grace, right? Like, the ability to see past yourself. But, again, that's where I'm just, like, I don't know if it really has to do with Black men specifically. Like, yeah, maybe more so Black men or men in general need a little bit more empathy and a little bit more grace. Not only for yourselves, right, but for other people. Um, but I just think it's for people, like, just to speak to humanity in general. Like, I think that we do need to carry a lot more grace for people and be a lot more empathetic, but also just be able to step outside of ourselves. Like, we talked a little bit about this in the first episode, I think. Just, like, being able to be present in every moment beyond just thinking about yourself, but also recognizing where you are, who's around you why y'all are there in the first place you know like I don't know I think that when you're able to take a step back and just like put yourself in other people's shoes but also you know recognize how you're feeling check in with yourself be aware of the fact that if you're having an off day that like if you're aware that you're having an off day not to project that onto other people but then also like recognize how other people are feeling you know like it's it's just like a combination of things but I think that Empathy, um, self-awareness, um, vulnerability. Um, vulnerability is a tough one. Um, yeah. Especially for men. Because we're just not taught that. Um, yeah. I was going to say something, though. You had just said... And communication's a really big thing. I don't... I wouldn't say that honestly yeah because when you kind of think about like male relationships because me and my friend my girlfriends we talk about this all the time like what do guys talk about like what are y'all talking about when you're in the room together because it's like the way that again I don't want to like generalize for you guys but it just it kind of seems like this is the consensus it's like the lack of communication skills or just the lack of emotional maturity is insane especially in our age, right? Like at this point, we're grown. Why can't you communicate? At this point, we're grown. Why are you still emotionally five? Like, um, I think too, it has a lot to do. Um, it has a lot to do with how you, to me, my mom, my parent, my, my family, they always say like, it always starts at home. Mm-hmm. So at this age, if you're still getting away with talking to your mother, your father, or whoever, like, you're reporting to, um, less or not, like, you know, getting things done, or, like, if you're not, if you're still getting away at this age, like, talking to them in a certain way, and not really, like, getting deep, or maybe there's, like, some sort of shielding your relationship that you haven't been able to practice, like, how to effectively communicate your feelings to someone, or your concern or whatever it is like you just don't know how to like effectively talk about stuff like below the surface level if mm-hmm. you, if that is what that relationship looks like with your parents unfortunately that's it trickles off and you try to com- over, like compensate for that in other areas or you may even try to like do that with somebody else but you don't know how to do it accurately or 
effectively you know that's conducive mm-hmm. with people's time so you slip up and you mess up or you do something crazy or you do something without knowing that it was a problem or like not saying something or not um showing up like you do that but you don't think about how it has an effect on the person you're talking to like you don't think about what the effects of your actions are to other people so i think that yeah can be an issue you know but also okay go ahead. Finish your thought. no go ahead yeah, just in response to that, I fully agree with that. Like, I do think ideally, right, like, communication skills, like, emotional maturity should be, like, taught and nurtured within the home, like, between parent and child and even, like, siblings and, like, whatever. But I feel like the reality is, especially within the Black community, I can't really speak for any other community. Um, That's just not really the case. But I also don't think that it's an excuse because it's not the case. Because when you look at like our family setup, right, we, w- we want to talk about, again, speaking specifically to our situations, like we grew up in households where, well, I can speak for me, but like it wasn't the best like parent unit, like my parents just like, you know had problems within their relationship and then eventually like got divorced and I don't know when I look back on my childhood I wouldn't necessarily think that like my communication skills and my ability to be emotionally mature was nurtured or like came from my family and at no fault of my parents because also like my parents were immigrants so they were also hustlers and like like everyone is busy like that like it's just that is just how home was right so I didn't even it's also just like the whole dynamic again with like being immigrants but then it's like the whole parent to child relationship it's like you're always like your parent is not your friend so it's like the way that I would eventually in the future learn to communicate with my peers was never the way that I was learning to communicate with my parents like the things that I felt comfortable talking to my parents about were not the same things that I would feel comfortable talking to my friends about. In the sense that, like, with my friends, I was sharing a lot more. And I talked a lot more, you know, casually. Mm. But with my parents, it was a lot more, you know, there was a lot more respect there. And, like, we weren't talking about everything for real. So I definitely see your point and agree to it. And I think that in a perfect, like, world, yeah, that definitely is how it should be or even just like maybe not even a perfect world like just in a in a home that like sees communication emotional maturity as something to prioritize and like genuinely nurturing your children then yeah of course but when that's not what he's even like taught or that's not what's prioritized in the home or like maybe like it's just it's not difficult it's right. difficult for black families right because like, that's also a privilege family, I, that's a privilege, right, that's, a privilege. A point, that's a right? privilege that people have they, they, they can open up to their friends they can come home and unwind mm-hmm. whereas for us um immigrant people minorities um just anybody in just that poc mm-hmm. umbrella really there's a hustle lifestyle like mm-hmm. we can go to work nine to five but we're working seven to my mom worked nights for a long time mm-hmm. when i was a kid um there's there's always a, a you're always thinking of like how can i build my family how can i get this money up because we're still behind like slavery did a work on us again like we're still behind we're always still trying to catch up and our our parents generation saw that battle they kind of fought that battle the hardest like they got that the end of it kind of rough because they're trying to catch up to their right peers and while we're trying to do the same thing in the spaces that we're in it, it i think it was much harsher for them because mm-hmm. even like my mom my mom as a nurse, like when she was first starting, I just feel like now that I'm older and really can see clearly through, I'm pretty sure her white friends or her whatever, her peers or whatever, her classmates were fine. Mm-hmm. Um, whether they may have been stressing about the test or not, it was just the fact that they knew that they always had something to like fall back on. Mm-hmm. That's what I see now here is that people, it's not, it's just a privilege. It's just a privilege because people yeah. here now, like that's what I see is that they're not as um you were just saying this other day all your friends are busy and we were talking about like we just kind of learn to be workaholics because that's what we're conditioned to do to be able Mm -hmm. to like get this money or a man that don't work that don't eat or Mm -hmm. what are you doing as a black man if you want to be a good man like yeah you need to work you need to be able to provide for your family you need to be able to do all this that and the third 
So we kind of conditioned our brains to like always running and going, but then that's when we forget the self-control. That's when we forget the self-work, the mm-hmm. mental health, checking on your physical and well-being, mm-hmm. all that stuff. Like we forget that it's a privilege to be able to care about those things, right? Yeah. Um. So it's just hard. That's just what life is, unfortunately. But yeah, like I was just my my white counterparts here. They're never as stressed out as I am. To me, yeah. is what it thinks like. I'm not saying that they're not stressed, but like mm-hmm. they, I feel like. Obviously, all white people are not privileged in that sense. All white right. people don't have money, but those that do, they're not worried about school in that sense. They're they're not thinking how does this affect me or like how is this going to affect where I end up next year or how is this going to affect me tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. it's We're also constantly... go ahead. Yeah, it's also just like the realities of life. Like I think a lot of times as students, even people in corporate America, just like people who work, right? Like we forget that life is a lot of times we forget that life is just more than going to school or like being a student or like going to work and like getting the bag. Like there's, it's just the realities of life. life. Like it's so much more. So it's like taking school out of the picture when you're talking about your white counterparts, it's like their reality of life is a lot different than your reality of life is. Um, and that affects the way that you think about things. That affects how you spend your time, what you prioritize. Because when you're not in school, you're still probably working versus right. maybe somebody who, when they're not in school, they're not working. You know what I mean? It's right. just like, it's the little things. And it's also just recognizing that even like on the generational aspect, like, what their parents or grandparents may have sown into their lives or are able to sow into their lives in terms of resources may look very different than what you're coming from. So I don't know. It's, it's a lot of layers. Um, it's a lot of layers, but that Um, it all like affects you. Like it all, it's like a domino effect. It's like a ripple effect. You wouldn't really think about all these little things have to, or like have an effect on something as, simple or as small I guess as communication or like emotional maturity but it's like yeah because when you have so much on your mind or all these pressures like external pressures and burdens it affects obviously your mental and then it's like that actively affects how you're able to communicate how your emotions like manifest like how you're able to show up like the day-to-day um yeah, and I just, it's just, like, pros and cons, too, because that also builds character in us, and, like, builds, I'm not saying that we need to go through trauma to build character, or we need to go through certain bad, bad stuff black people have been put through. I mean, um, but, but when you think about it, though, not to I'm, cut you I'm off. Saying, I'm saying, like, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be as, like, chaotic or as Yeah, 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 yeah. We, for sure. We've had to go through. Um, but some of it I think is good because just like I was saying about the thing I was supposed to be doing, like people gave up because at the first sign of what looked like it was too expensive or what looked like it was might've been too hard in my eyes, wasn't that hard for them. Mm -hmm. Um, like fight a little more, dig a little deeper, ask a few more questions, get to the right person figure that out um whereas for us like we're gonna get we're gonna dig like we're gonna we're mm-hmm. not gonna take the first no um because that's the way you've been conditioned but like now mm-hmm. the way i see it in 2023 is like yeah you are gonna get no's and that goes for everybody no matter their race or color whatever but it, what are you gonna do after the no are you just gonna take that and move on to something else or are you gonna look that no in the face and like just dig deeper or see how you can make it work for you because nobody else can tell me what I what they think is good for me and what they like in time doing like they don't they couldn't tell me what they think is best for me and for my moves and for my Mm -hmm. career like what to do best if I know that like doing that would have made that yeah I'm gonna dig deeper like I feel like that would have been the best productive thing to do yeah um but yeah I don't know it's just a difference in stuff because that's not like I think there's just pros and cons to it because we do we're gonna fight and we're not gonna give up whereas in that sense other people may be a little more weaker or um that may be like when your bratty kids come out or when people who just entitlement privilege again like it's a privilege they have to feel entitled to have something or to 
have a plan of life every single day. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, just, I guess just like different levels of resilience. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. That was a perfect way to put it. I don't know. It's just weird, man. Um, yeah. I was also going to, to your point about earlier, like what do you guys talk about? First of all, it's none of y'all's business. But. <laughs> well, we're only wondering because it's like, when you when you talk to some people, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's no is substance. anybody there's home? Not, there's not a lot of substance in um, people's conversation like that. Is anybody home? It's crazy. Yeah. But well, I just think I it just it takes a while to like find your good group of friends. But like now, like I'm chilling. We talk about everything. We first bonded over music. But, like, now, like, I'm going to go do work with them after this. Like, we finna tap in. We talk about life. Like, yeah. I think it's easier to just succumb. <laughs> Face. All right, I'm back. Uh, me and my, what was I saying? Oh. But, Josh, you also, me. I will say this for the one millionth time. You also have to recognize, Josh, you are one of the exceptions. Yes, but what I'm getting at is that, thank you, what I'm getting at is that people like me, because I'm not the only one who is like this, is what, is what I not. hate that yeah. I know, but that's what I hate about the media, or what I hate about our conversations, that when we censor them around, like, the bad guy, is that we're just giving those bad guys too much attention, or the people who are doing you wrong, like, we're giving that too much attention, um, we don't always have to harp on that. I think also sometimes we look for it because it's fun um, or it has a plot. It, it gives us a story to run back and tell to somebody. Whereas guys, the reason why y'all don't know what we're talking about because we're not on social media all day talking about what we're talking about. Like everybody's not in our business. Okay, we're, relax. We're not, like, I'm just saying. Like, No, but I think it also that? comes from a place of us actually observing y'all's relationships and us being like, when y'all are... Yeah. Also, like, you have to understand that when you look at the dynamic between guy friendships versus girl friendships, like, objectively, or I guess stereotypically, it's like, girls, we have the slumber parties, we have the whatever, where we do get deep, and we, like, when we're, when our girlies, like, we're locked in. But guys, it's like, it's not that y'all aren't locked in, but it's like, guys are able to just be friends with everybody. And I feel like because y'all are able to be friends with everyone, Whoa. it's because none of y'all actually dig deep. Like, no, no, because let's talk about it. Like, for example, in high school. You think guys are able to be friends with everybody? Guys walk into a room and it, within two seconds of being in the room, they already have somebody. Like, Versus when girls walk into a room, it's very much like, and this there's pros and cons to this, but I feel like because girls, like, we're, to a certain extent, I don't know if it's, like, our nature, but I think even just in terms of being, like, more discerning or, like, girls, like, like, we, we, like, look for certain things in a relationship. Like, when you walk into a room of girls, like, you can already kind of gauge the girls who aren't necessarily for you and the girls who maybe are for you. Whereas when I feel like guys walk into a room, I don't know what y'all are, <laughs> what y'all are looking for. Really? But it's like, y'all can just somehow find something to connect on, whether it's sports or child. I don't know. But, like, that's just how it's always, like, kind of been. But it's also, like, when you think about it, too, it's like, when really? guys are like oh i'm gonna go chill with my homies for the weekend like all y'all do is just like chill i guess watch the sports game i don't know like y'all have like very <laughs> surface level conversations and it's like but that's like it seems like y'all are fine with that and like you guys and then it's like i feel like that also leads into like why with relationships it's like i've even talked about this one and now i'm like i feel like i'm rambling but like i definitely think that I don't like not believe you, but I kind of see it the other way around. I'm not gonna lie. What? To no, because it's like even when I I'm ta- I don't want to put her on blast, but I was talking to one of my girlfriends, and it's just like a running theme where it's like girls always when you're in a relationship with a guy, it's like you always have to compete with your guys' guy friends because when guy with guys and their guy friends, it's always like 
it's never anything serious. Like y'all just play. Like, <laughs> like y'all are just around each other to have a good time. Like just talk about a bunch of nothing. But like it's like when you're in your relationship, like guys seek relationship with girls when like as their partner, right? Like their girls are who they open up to. Their girls are who they get vulnerable with and like whatever. But with their guys, they don't talk about none of that. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I know but that's mean. so Somebody. problematic because it's like your girl cannot be the only person that you're digging deep. Like, I can't, as your girl, I can't be the only one who can give you sound advice, who you're vulnerable with, who you feel emotionally secure and safe with. Because it's like, then what are your guy friends there for? Just to have a good time and kick it? Like, no, nah, like, y'all got to bring more to the table. And, like, <laughs> I, I feel like, listen, I, I hear you. Because when my girlfriends, like, best believe when my girlfriends, we're getting deep. We're getting vulnerable. Yes, we but also listen. keep it lighthearted, fun. We play whatever. But it's like, right. I'm not expecting my to man to be the only person I can talk about my feelings with. What? Like, I don't think that that's the case. I think, well, first of all, here's what I say. I low-key feel like Tab and Chance right now. But I low-key feel that's not that's not every guy. Yes, I, I think, and that's what we're talking about. But right, it's not every guy. Good. The, the guys that you're looking for and that you will find, their friends are tapped in like that. Their guy friends are also tapped in like that. I yeah. watch my uncles and my my godfather and his friends, they're all like my uncles, but they, they that's they tapped in. Like they talk, they didn't always do it around me because I was young. But as I get, got older and stuff, yeah, they, they were locked and they checked on one another. Like your real guy friend. Question she, though, do you think I, that that was because they were older? Because no, then because you also had, have. Grew, but if you, yeah, what I was going to say was is that I think it just takes longer for men, especially of that generation. That. men in general just i'm the same way like it takes me longer to open up even to a girl so okay so no I, not I, I that that wasn't you, what i was thinking i think when your guys they first of all that group of guys i'm talking about they went to college together so they had the time they put they put in time like yeah um, they all at one point then moved to houston like you know what i'm saying like they were they yeah. were tapped in they were friends i think it takes time and like I think too, well, as a man, like the same way you just want to feel safe around your guy because you do want to be able to open up. But I, I do think. But I think it's the same way with girls. Like girls aren't just opening up to anyone right away. I mean, not all girls. Right, and I do. I think it's. But to that point, girls are more likely to open up faster than a guy. Yes. Even yes. if it's just, even if it's just to, um, like somebody you meet one day and y'all already locked it. Like girls, you, you're saying that maybe y'all are like least likely to have someone but in I, the room but as soon as you meet somebody in the room like y'all are going deeper faster than but see and i think that that go-, go ahead i think that like what you're saying ties exactly back to our first point where i think it's because girls are just because also there's like a whole stereotype that oh well like you should date an older guy because you know guys mature slower than girls and then it's like Where it's like, okay, because girls are, I guess, objectively or, like, stereotypically more emotionally mature than guys are, at least faster, that's why I think, like I said, when we walk into a room, we're kind of able to gauge or discern whether, like, this is is someone I feel like I can truly connect with and open up to. So once we do find that person, we are able to dig deeper faster because, one, there's that level of emotional maturity already there. But then there's also that level of like, we kind of like know what we're looking for in our relationships in the first place. And then it's like, you know what I mean? Like, I think it just circles right back to our first argument with like being able to effectively communicate, being emotionally mature, like being discerning, knowing how to be vulnerable. Like it's 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 like layers to it. But I think that girls just for some reason have been better at doing that than guys, not saying that guys aren't capable of doing that but like just within our age range in general like that's why so many girls are just like I'm just gonna wait till we're a little bit older because guys take longer to mature and guys aren't good communicators right now or like nine times out of ten like the guys our age aren't really but does I that don't mean know you're looking I, in the wrong does that mean you were looking in the wrong places or I mean, we're in college. Also, like, I understand. 
Um, but I don't know. I, I don't agree know. with you. I agree with you um, in a sense. However, I'm also thinking about it in another way. I feel like, for instance, like going out or something like being in public, a girl is going to look after a girl faster than a guy would look after for a guy, a random guy. Like I'm talking about a stranger. Mm-hmm. If a girl sees another girl struggling with something or, or empathy, I don't know what it is. Empathy, yeah, girl, emotional maturity. It could, be, it could also be on something lighthearted. It doesn't. I'm not talking about something deep. Like yeah, we're in the we're we're at the store. We're outside. Um, maybe, maybe you see somebody about to come holler at her. You like, oh, let me just let me, you, y'all, y'all, you know what I'm saying? Y'all are easier to click with one another. Y'all be like. Oh hey, oh that's my because girlie, I girlie, think girlie. it's that like that but, thing that I said that we have where we're able to recognize like oh she probably needs my help because like it's like and that's what I'm saying the guys are not doing that so I think even when we're walking in the room back to that point we may be able to connect like I honestly think it is maybe we're just more open to talk and that is a problem because some people talk without thinking yeah but like I don't think that guys are just like off riding people or that we're just like i think when you just walk into a room like you just want to be like at this point because i used to be a shy person too but i'm like let me just the thing about the temperature you always say like i'm not finna sit here and be boring like the rest of these people turn up what like how are y'all doing today what's going on i walk into a room i speak because like i'm not gonna walk into a room especially if it's a choir room hello how are you doing like what's going on like what is this but I don't know. That's like tip or type kind of thing because mm-hmm. it, it is right over here that girls are more obviously more emotionally available. But again, about being a product when you're vibing, men are like that because we were taught to be strong, can't cry, do all that unnecessary stuff. Like, I also feel the need to say at this point in this conversation that I think this is more so like a we're just engaging with our thoughts conversation. Like nothing we're saying is like, I guess set in stone or like, I don't know. Everything we're saying is we're speaking from a place of maybe things that we've personally experienced. Yeah. We don't know the answer to everything. We're just, yeah. We're just exploring our thoughts. We're engaging with our thoughts right now. This is an open conversation. There's no yeah. like hard firm. There's no right or wrong. We don't yeah. know just everything. Y'all. We're just talking and trying to talk this out because we want to yeah, be yeah. our generation. But I don't know. I just think that yes, please don't clip us and stuff like that. We don't know. We're not we don't know everything. We're just one better right. for ourselves and our generation and our friends. But yeah, that's an interesting conversation. I just think that. There's definitely a lot more growth that just needs to happen all around. No, for sure. And guys do have to tap deeper. I don't know what the solution is because it's just a lot of baggage too. Like, yeah, um, it's a lot that comes with it. A lot of us were raised um, by black women or by our moms or whatever that case may be. Like, I don't know. I think also too for guys, like, um, especially speaking of the older generation, they had to work so much if they were like it if they had a wife and stuff like that, they had to work so much. So when they got with their guys, that was their moment of release. Mm-hmm. Um, so they didn't have to dig deep, right? Like they didn't have to think too critically about their decision, but they didn't have to think too much about what was going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but I definitely think that it was a safe space. Definitely like growing, they're tapping in. Like they're, yeah. they're, they're talking about their wives. They're talking about their, they're, they're talking about life stuff for real. Um, maybe the misprint is just, it's just a generation that got me. I don't know. That's interesting. I don't either. Yeah. That's that's quite the token. We'll let that settle in and soak in with y'all. Yeah, y'all meditate. Oh no, let us hit us let back. Let us know what you think. Right, <laughs> right. Like, comment. I'll I'll put a little question in the chat. Yeah. Um, yeah, because that kind of ties well with last week. I was we kind of talking about that too. Mm-hmm. Okay, whatever. Um. Yeah, that's weird. But what's one thing greater in you? <laughs> one thing greater in me. Um For today I'm gonna say 
I've said this before, but I I don't think there's anything wrong in repeating myself. Gratitude. Um, no matter how life gets, like no matter how hard or challenging a season may seem like to be, I just, I don't know. I can't help but be grateful for like the place I'm in in life, like not only mentally, but also just in terms of like support that I have around me. Um, and like the hope that I have for the future and like where God is taking me and my friends and my family, like I'm just grateful. And then one thing I wish were greater in me. Huh. maybe joy and I know that sounds crazy because I just said I was super grateful but I think joy in the sense that like your joy is supposed to be unending like it's never supposed to change like I think that as believers we're called to constantly have like a joyful heart no matter like what we're going through and I feel like the fact that sometimes my joy is like wavering or like I can kind of like lose lose it means that it like I don't know I just need more of it yeah um, but yeah Ooh, excuse me y'all I gotta get some sleep. Um, that's one thing I wish was greater in me was rest. That yeah. is in my prayer. I ask God when I sleep to give me rest. I don't want to mm-hmm. just sleep. I want to rest. Um, so that's that. One thing greater in me though is greater in me. Yeah, honestly, the ability to say no. That is one thing I have been working on, like, diligently on, honestly, since entering college. Like, but for sure, after freshman year, like, I was like, yeah, like, got to lock that in. And it's hard. It's just hard. Like, I'm pretty sure everyone kind of struggles with that. But recently, I've noticed that, like, it's just been better to do so. Like, easier to just say. Because it's not always, like, it's always, like, how you say things, right? It's not always just, like, no. Um, And sometimes when people don't expect, accept that no you kind of just have to keep saying it until they hear you unfortunately mm-hmm. i was about to sneeze y'all the weather is changing um it's actually very cold but yeah I'm, i've been doing better about that um because i've really just been trying to protect me and myself and my speech because i know who i am and like i know that like i look out for a lot of people way more than they look out for me and just way more in general like i just think about people yeah um way more than they do for me so i've noticed that i've had to give that same respect to myself that same love and it's not a bad thing that those people don't look out for me i just may be doing it too much yeah it's the sad thing so yeah just been moving down on that um did your ac just turn on no, a motorcycle just drove by. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, dang. Dang, it was loud right. then. The mic picked that up? Yeah, it did. I'm surprised um, you... I hope you haven't been able to hear my mom because she's been on phone calls. I was calls. just about to say I heard her oh. a little bit. But only when it gets... Only when it gets... <laughs> not she's loud, excited. y'all. She's loud. Only when Like, she not gets, the mic. Uh, Maybe I gotta turn no, the volume down. <laughs> I told you that. But it's only when it gets, like, quiet, like, when you're thinking, like, in between. It's not bad at all. It don't matter. They can hear your mama talk. This is real life, y'all. Tap in. Apologies. We're not not apologizing. This is real life. No, quite on set. (laughs) (laughs) Because she knows I'm recording. (laughs) But, nah, she handling business. So she got to kiki kaka with her friends. Like, Yeah, you're right. Listen. Okay. But, yeah, y'all, thanks for tuning in to Josh and Tara featuring her mom (laughs) we had a great time (laughs) um yeah keep the conversation going comment I might pose a little question in the comments so y'all could but y'all better respond don't make me look crazy but 
This was such a yeah, good y'all. conversation. This was nice. I, yeah. I want to keep this going. We need to keep this going with a guest, though. Yeah. Stay tuned for that. Though, I agree. Because that'd be nice. Yeah, we could really do something with that. Mm-hmm. All right, y'all. Don't forget to tap in with the greater with me. Keep us in. Keep us in the loop. You know, let us know how you feeling, what you thinking, like what's going on, what you respond to the questions on Spotify. We drop like a little conversation starter question every week with that too. So, you know, if you're watching this on YouTube, head over to that and mm-hmm. respond to that. And or if you're just if you're Spotify, listening to this, go over to YouTube. What's up? Uh speaking of Spotify, feel free to leave a little rating. Um that always helps. <laughs> Do that on everything. Listen, y'all need to subscribe for real to the YouTube. Right. Leave a rating on Spotify. Leave a rating Please. on podcasts, Apple Podcasts. We actually are on a lot of platforms that y'all probably not even using, but we're there. TikTok. On Sam. Hello. We're on TikTok. Yeah. Follow us. Tap in for real. For real. For real, y'all. Like, tap in. But also, like, we on Samsung Podcast. We're on Title. Really? We're on a few other stuff, too. Yeah. Yeah. We locked in for real. I know, but we out there. So we trying to give it to y'all, give it to us back. Okay. We, we just want to receive, we, we just want to reciprocate. Amen. No. We're a family. Amen. No. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, y'all. Thanks for tuning in. Bye. Bye y'all. <laughs> <right>. Okay. <laughs>